In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. You have to go out. You don't have to come back. Do something, anything, just lead. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing awesome. Hey, we're going to do something a little different today, so I'm going to just uh, move right into the man law and let you share that. All right. My man law is, guys, get involved in something that's bigger than you, where you're giving back. So that's it. Just figure it out, get involved with it, humble yourself, and work hard at it. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good man law because our whole organization, Men in the Arena, is calling guys out of anonymity and to be put on display and to be known. And so if you're living in your community and no one knows you except your direct circle of influence, you're missing the mark. Mm -hmm. You need to be involved in a local church. You need to be involved in a community coaching your kids. You need to be a guy who, when you walk around town or walk around your city, that people know who you are. And so we are called to mission. We are called to purpose. God has an assignment for every guy, and that assignment is bigger than going to work and coming home. It really is. So, hey, uh, speaking of that, I want to... Take my, our newest book here, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. This just came out about a month ago. It's an Amazon number one best-selling book. Oof. And uh, I just wanted to pull a, a chapter out. You know, we, we do these equippings all of the time, and we base a lot of our equippings on previous show guests. But I've written a book here, and I think it's outstanding. I think this book is a game-changer for men. And I thought, you know, I'm not a great public reader. I tend to read be- read beyond what I'm seeing, so I tend to jumble up the reading. So uh, the idea of creating an audible book is a little bit intimidating for me. <laughs> but I want to read a book that I think is really appropriate for guys. And the book is break- broken into five sections, guys, uh, which is our essentials of manhood, protecting integ- integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. Those five things make up what we call the man card. If you have those five, you have the man card. If you don't, you lose your man card. And so on page 133, under the section Leading Courageously, is a a chapter called Tip of the Spear. And I got a couple quotes to start off the chapter. Marshall Shelley said, Leaders are on point, 
out in full view. Each one becomes a target, and each one must anticipate being shot at. And then one of my favorite quotes on leadership is an unofficial U.S. Coast Guard motto, and it says this, you have to go out, you don't have to come back. And so I want to read just this chapter. The chapters are short. The book is about 56,000 words, 180 pages. It's designed for guys who don't really read a lot. Uh, I've designed this book for you. I write for guys who don't read a lot, and when 70% of Barnes & Noble book purchases are women, it tells me most guys don't read a lot. So here's the chapter. Heraclitus, 535-475 BC, is credited as one of my all-time favorite quotes. Also called the Obscurer and the Weeping Philosopher, he was a Greek philosopher from the city of Ephesus. He regarded himself as a self-taught pioneer of wisdom. Little is known about his life. (laughs) Probably that's why I called him the Obscure, right, Dale? (laughs) Anyway, little is known about his life, and the one book he wrote called On Nature is lost and only fragments remain today. He believed the world was ultimately made of fire and was most famous for his insistence that, that things were in a constant state of flux or change as the characteristic features of the world. This is recognized by his most famous saying, quote, no man ever steps in the same river twice, end of quote. This, however, is not my favorite quote from him. The first time I read that my favorite Heraclitus quote was inside the Linfield College, now university, football locker room in McMinnville, Oregon, where my youngest son Colton was a four-year football starter. Dating back to 1956, Linfield boasts of the longest winning streak, 65 in a row as of 2020, in all divisions of college football. Of all divisions, Sodell, they have the longest winning streak of all divisions in college football. That's all impressive. I know. So, in fact, oh, you just quoted the book, you jerk. <laughs> anyway, so tradition runs deep at Linfield, and if you ever want to experience old school coaching and tradition, the Lin- then Linfield is the place for you. Here's a quote I've been hinting at, quote, out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets, 9 are the real fighters, and we are lucky to have them, for they make the battle. Ah, but one, one is a warrior, he will bring the others back. And then I write, strong men fully embrace that God designed them to be the one, the warrior, commissioned to bring his family back, the one who will lead the charge, the one who will absorb the impact, the one who willingly sacrifices his life, the one navigating for others, the one who cuts through the obstacles, the one leading by example on full display, the one who braces for impact, the one who stays razor sharp. When the one gets it, Everyone wins. You're the man in the arena. You're the tip of the spear. You don't have to come back. Disney's 2016 film, The Finest Hours, showcases the incredible bravery of four men of the Coast Guard. In life-threatening conditions, Boatswain's mate, first-class Bernie Weber, took his small craft out to a tanker called the Pendleton that had literally been ripped in half. They successfully rescued all but one of the ship's crew members, who were adrift in the stern section of the vessel. The four men thought they were on a suicide mission. The sea was battering the small craft with hurricane-force winds. Navigation systems smashed by the raging seas. They miraculously located the wreck and picked up 32 crewmen, piling them into their small lifeboat. Weber and his crew then fought their way back into the Chatham Harbor to the astonished group of onlookers who had given them up for dead. Weber was the one who brought the others back. 
What a story. Stories of heroism like this are a regular part of the long history of the U.S. Coast Guard, which has the unofficial motto, you have to go out, you don't have to come back. A strong man, contrary to a weaker male, is the tip of the spear. He is the one out in front, gladly willing to sacrifice his life for those he loves. The antithesis to this is our media who loves to paint a deceptive picture of cowardly men. The media is a liar. Don't trust it. Just like fake news, the media produces fake reality as entertainment, but not truth. It's like world wrestling entertainment, WWE. It's fun to watch, but it's just a show. Take the 1997 film Titanic, for example, and its recounting of the tragic 1912 maiden voyage of the Titanic. In the movie, the lead actress is engaged to a cowardly millionaire who ultimately forces his way through women and children to steal a place on a lifeboat, ultimately costing a woman and her child their life. But what the movie refuses to reveal is the truth about the brave men on the Titanic. Of the 2,224 people aboard the Titanic that infamous night, only 710 survived. Of the 1,514 people who died, 1,347 were men. Only 103 women perished in the tragedy, mostly because they were trapped in the lower decks. Why? Because men, strong men, brave men, were willing to go down with the ship to save the lives of others. You have to go out. You don't have to come back. Men in the arena. Being the tip of the spear requires certain things. I've already mentioned. Writing this book, I surveyed the thousands of men in our closed Facebook forum for men called Men in the Arena. This is a terrific resource for any man who wants to strengthen himself. It's there men from around the world post and discuss questions, concerns, and problems surrounding manhood. It's an exciting group to participate in. Recently, I asked these men what it meant by tip of the spear regarding the spiritual leadership. Here's what I heard from some of them. It carries the burden of navigation. My friend Bob Thomason wisely noted that the tip of the spear, quote, pierces through and penetrates to reach the targeted vital. Strong men lead the way and carry the burden of seeing the target within the big picture. They do more than talk, they act. Their purpose is to help those they love become the best version of themselves. It's in full view on public display. Man in the arena, A.J. Miller responded, it's leading by example, plunging through life, leading my family to the target. As the tip of the spear, a man essentially says, watch me, follow my example, and I'll take you all the way. He isn't living anonymously, but lives an authentic life, fighting to be his best version of himself for others. Kai Corinson concurred with, quote, lead from the front as an example for the rest to follow. It absorbs the brunt of impact. I love what man in the arena Sam Roberts Jr. had to say. By the way, he's also an arena coach. Quote, it takes the brunt of the load. The tip of the spear is the first to hit the target, absorbing all the opposing energy and transferring what is left to the rest of the spear. It focuses all energy to a fine point. A sharp tip is the most important part of the spear, but is also the weakest point. The tip of a knife or spear will break before any other part when it's used outside the design. End of quotes. Spiritual leaders are willing to take it, to sacrifice themselves by absorbing the brunt of life in order to enhance the lives of others. It is razor sharp for maximum impact. Abraham Lincoln is my seventh cousin and one of our great American presidents. He was definitely in the arena, although he wasn't able to respond to our forum thread. <laughs> he once said, quote, If you give me six hours to cut down a tree... I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. So true. 
To be the most effective, a man must stay sharp at all times, stay focused. It's the first point of contact. Men in the arena, Larry Doro said this, It's also a metaphor. I'm sure everyone's heard that phrase uttered by military personnel before an important mission, but it's true. They're the first, the tip of the spear. It's the same with our police and firemen and our first responders. They're the first on the scene. It's a phrase that defines leaders, a lead-by-example mantra that defines true leadership. It's not an end of itself. Pastor, friend, and men in the arena, Pete Holman, offered great wisdom when he wrote, The tip of the spear is the business end. The rest of the spear adds weight and stability. Without the shaft, the spear is either just a knife or is only a little more effective than a rock. It will cut when wielded by the hand, but is more effective when it's thrust forward. That is so true. Men don't stand alone. They navigate the right path with other men who stand together with them. Guys, we're in this together. It finds a way and makes a way. Men in the arena, Dan Fleming wrote, when it hits the mark, it opens up a path for the others to follow through. It makes a way, end of quote. Aren't those brilliant insights about the tip of the spear as a metaphor for spiritual leadership? The tip of the spear has to go out. It was made to be thrown, but the risk of being broken on impact is high. In the hand of a well-trained warrior, it is a deadly force to be reckoned with. In the hand of a weak and untrained child, it's only a dangerous toy. Aren't you glad your master knows the way, shows the way, and has gone the way? 1 Peter 3.18 You have to go out. You don't have to come back. Do something, anything, just lead. (laughs) That's good stuff. That is good. You know, you go back and you read a book uh, that you wrote, and it's almost like you didn't write it. And I'm reading that going, man, this is, I'm inspired by that. I mean, I'm teary-eyed right now. So, (laughs) guys, guy's good. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. So, um, guys, I hope that helps you. That's just one of our chapters in the book, and we may bring a couple more to you down the road, but uh, encourage you guys to support our ministry. We are a nonprofit ministry, uh, but uh, this is a great book, and this book is, uh, I'd put this book on the stand with any book, anywhere, anytime. I think this is a book every man should have in his library. So, Dale, take us home. Yeah, man, head on over to our website at menintherena.org and order your copy of Jim's newest book, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. And guys, will you go on over to Amazon and leave us a review for the book? That will help us a ton. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.